music. The pool players seven at the golden shovel. We real cool. We left school. We learn late. We strike straight. We sing sin. We then gin. We jazz June. We die soon. I'm going to read you three more poems. Welcome to Cashmere and Cocktails. That was a poem called Be Real Cool by Gwendolyn Brooks. I'm Joy. And I'm Kyle. And today we're going to be discussing gender norms in fashion. Wasn't that a nice poem? It really was. I love Gwendolyn Brooks. She's amazing. So far. So the question today is, to what extent is gender-neutral clothing transforming gender norms in Western society and is being labeled as a specific gender too limiting? I read an article by Amber Amortagai called The Beauty of Breaking Gender Norms in Fashion, and I'm going to read what stood out to me in the article and then we're just going to talk and discuss about it so she starts off her article by saying gender norms and fashion go hand in hand and she says how at a young age most children are taught what's socially acceptable which is true for us to wear yeah for instance a girl wearing a dress and boys wearing sneakers. Most of us were taught at a young age a kind of dress code that we should stick by and it has stuck with a lot of us into adulthood. Yeah, even like with um, children's books, like I feel like women, uh, young girls are normally depicted wearing dresses mm-hmm. with skirts and, and and like young boys are usually wearing jeans and with a t-shirt um, uh, right yeah like it goes all the way back to jack and jill <laughs> you know um i will definitely say that i have to agree with her when she's talking about being groomed as a child specifically because as a little girl, I was taught like the same kind of context when it comes to what I should be wearing. Mm-hmm. I was always wearing dresses. Um, I used to have the shiny shoes, like I was going to church all the time. The shiny ones. The shiny ones. Ooh. The black shiny ones with the little with cute the buckle. buckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had this as a child. Um, my mom always used to put pink, purple barrettes in my hair. Was it often like 
upon your request or was it more just like she knew like initially to start I think that it was more of her just thinking you know she's a girl let me make her look really cute really girly and I think because I saw other women dressing like that and other girls dressing like that that it made me want to dress like that so eventually like I did mm. want to start dressing like that and I still dress like that now I love having my hair done mm-hmm. I especially love makeup and I like heels which is a considered to be a woman's shoe do you feel like as a young boy you were taught that you had to dress specifically as Amber stated in her article I think uh, definitely as a young man growing in the Caribbean which is kind of pretty pretty homophobic like you you have to dress a certain way like if, if your shirt's too tight you know that's considered that's considered feminine uh mm-hmm. yeah there's there's like a certain threshold and if you happen to leave leave out of this circle of like like normal um it's considered queer awkward and uh, it, it's heavily rejected and ostracized mm-hmm and even like with tight, like when skinny jeans were in fashion, yeah. Even even that was days. even that was like a weird thing for comedian males. Yes, to accept like like how like it's just skinny jeans. Yeah, they're just pants. Yeah. What's the big issue? I have no idea. I like how does the fit of your jeans determine if you were homosexual or not i have no idea yeah but but. i was just going to get into that next because like i feel like there's nothing wrong with if girls want to wear dresses if boys want to wear shorts and sneakers but it's the way society kind of forces it on us Mm -hmm. that makes it a problem because when people try to break away from those rules they become targeted yeah like like you said, if a man was to wear a dress or a skirt, he's going to be considered gay. If a woman wears baggy clothes or something that's not considered girly enough, they either call her ghetto, uh-huh. trashy, basically not ladylike. And like when it gets to that point, it's a problem it's a problem if people when people begin to judge others by what they're wearing if they want to wear jeans if they want to wear skirts it shouldn't really matter mm-hmm. I think the problem that a lot of people are having right now is enforcing gender neutrality at people at younger ages mm-hmm and people that take an opposing stance to this mm-hmm. usually use children as 
kind of like the defense yeah like um uh how do how do i explain a man in a dress to a young person and it's like you don't really have to yeah you don't have to you make it your business yeah you you making it a big deal is making it a problem yeah so basically like we both agree that whatever particular clothing that anybody wears shouldn't like define who they are sexually Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day fashion is creative it's full of creativity and it's also considered a form of self-expression so why are we limiting ourselves to these rules of girls should wear this boys should wear this women should wear this men should wear that you know what i mean that's true um like how much does your gender really have to do with who you are as a person yeah in her article, Amber also talks about certain celebrities that break these gender rules, these gender codes. Mm-hmm. Um, Pharrell, we were just looking at his GQ cover today. Pharrell. It oh, looked yes. amazing. The snuggy guy. It yes. looked amazing. And he has been breaking these rules for years. And he's considered one of the most stylish men of today we also have tyler the creator one of our favorite rappers also breaking gender rules yes with his uh (laughs) with his new blonde wig Mm -hmm. the the igor persona igor your favorite within within urban pop culture i feel like the leading fashionistas Mm -hmm. are usually people that are breaking gender norms i feel like kanye he's worn a shoe that's almost looked like a heel before. Kanye's We've watch, seen him wear yeah. shirts buttoned down to reveal his chest. His head, like the the um the Roman skirt thing. Yeah. Yeah. Has would, Young Dog worn a dress before? Young Dog has worn Young <laughs> Dog. numerous dresses and tutus. And he's a very stylish man. I feel like yeah. I feel like you hated on Young Dog before. I but... have hated on Young Dog. <laughs> plenty of times but for this discussion right here he's a really good example because he doesn't care uh, what people think about him when it comes to what he's wearing yeah he does not and because that he does wear his outfits are always usually stylish so it's like people judge people like him for wearing what he wears but him wearing this these particular clothes is like a part of his persona it's also mm-hmm. gotten him to where he is today yeah like you know what i mean yeah his i, I think him having such like a, a different aesthetic has definitely helped his career because I, I think he would just blend in with the other song for rappers had he not been like so so different and against the grain yeah he Wears a lot of high fashion clothing. Yeah, he and loves, he loves luxury brands. We can see like high fashion clothing is helping to like break these gender norms. Like it's high fashion who is particularly putting out there. Hey, man can wear this. Women can wear this. Oh, people like put luxury above homophobia. I think. 
when it comes to when it comes to fashion when it comes to fashion yeah like if i i think you could be a homophobic male mm-hmm. wear something like a bracelet which is considered anti-masculine mm-hmm. maybe in some scenarios like maybe depending on the material mm-hmm. and because it's of high value yeah it would be accept it would be considered acceptable and kind of like an ironic thing mm-hmm. like 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 when rappers do dumb shit like where you know pacifiers like blend yeah. out pacifiers <laughs> and shit yeah. yeah um in her article amber also discusses jade and smith how he rocked a Louis Vuitton skirt in a 2016 campaign with Nylon magazine. Um, and Jaden specifically said, in five years, when a kid goes to school wearing a skirt, he won't get beat up and kids won't get mad at him. What do you think about that? Do um, you like agree? Do you feel like because now there's so many celebrities who are in high fashion who are wearing whatever they want regardless of what other people think do you think the future generation is going to be allowed to wear freely what they want without in the back of their mind them thinking about what other people are going to think or what other people are going to do to them because of what they choose to wear i don't know if i don't know if maybe i just have a problem with the thought of like someone trying to take fame for credit yeah i mean yeah like, definitely I, I, I just get weird vibes it's not from gonna be being like i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing this like i mean <laughs> oh yeah maybe maybe that just might be like me hating but it, 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 i just a little bit of you hating and then a little bit of it also being true because it's obviously not just him that's gonna yeah. have this kind of impact on the future mm-hmm. it's gonna be a list of people other people we just named off yeah but um also as well what i was gonna bring up was oh you know who okay what not to derail but but missy elliott missy elliott missy elliott was she on the list no she wasn't on amber's list but she is an excellent example like she's pretty much an icon she is so creative. Mm-hmm. She, she wears whatever she wants and she looks hot in everything she wears. She bodies everything she wears. And she's a woman. She wears baggy pants. She wears sneakers. Yeah. She's not particularly, oh, I just have to dress girly all the time. Yeah. She wears stuff that men wear. Definitely. And she's probably for me growing up one of the first people that i've seen break away from these gender norms i remember like looking at her music videos as a child and thinking to myself like you know this girl she doesn't dress super girly she doesn't yeah stick to these traditions these norms these rules she was definitely uh like living her field a standout because she wasn't using like sexual appeal as a as a female artist yeah. 
to uh, reach her audience. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just using, like, style and aesthetic. Yeah. And it worked well for her. Everything she wore looked amazing on her. Yeah. I was also going to talk about, like, how it's also... Okay, so it's kind of going to be on topic, but it's kind of going to go off topic. Like, it's going to start from, like, me saying, particularly for our generation, like, Mm -hmm. the younger generation, like, we now see that there's so many people breaking gender norms. Like, there's so many girls wearing men clothes, shopping in men's sections, um... And there's also guys, you know, who are rocking what is considered to be women attire too, like purses, handbags. Mm-hmm. We saw Post Malone rocking a purse. Oh, Post Malone does anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he's kind of like Billie Eilish to me. Yeah, Amber where, Dia where mentioned is... Billie Eilish in her article. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, when we boil it down... Mm-hmm. I definitely think that each each of these actions benefit the cause. Mm-hmm. But I do think that certain people are just being extra for the sake of views mm-hmm. and and just attention. Mm-hmm. And when I see Billie Eilish out there doing doing shit like. I don't feel the same energy as when I like see. What's my boy from Pose? Pose Billy Porter. Yeah, I I don't see the same energy when I see him do stuff. You know. Yeah. It, like like I see him do stuff and I see I see him ex I see that as a form of mm-hmm. genuine expression and when I see Billy like Billy Eilish. I see just a young girl just trying to get views, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, like, do you? But at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. I know I know it's not like a genuine push specifically for this cause, you know? Interesting that you say that. Because like gay people, transgender people are literally like who first came out and broken these gender norms like yeah these celebrities have had a huge impact on us Mm -hmm. but it was these gay people and transgender people that initially broke onto the scene and been like hey i'm gonna wear this i'm gonna do this whether you like it or not that is so true so yeah i think everyone should watch it we should start it soon i definitely think gays have always been ahead as far as like male fashion definitely yeah because we can look today and see so many things Mm -hmm. that we wear today have definitely been inspired because of them but i was also gonna say like for our generation particularly we've been inspired by these gay people these transgender people to wear what we want regardless of what other people think and we tend to go outside the box for like the restrictions that have been placed on us since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas 
um i feel like older people tend to be more conservative with what they wear yeah like they stick to what they know what they think what they've been taught is appropriate most of them i think most of the old people i know are just judged off of comfort now i don't like i'm not particularly talking about people like our grandparents age i'm talking about people like our parents age like these people are like i feel are like very conservative i feel like these are the kind of people who do judge when they see Mm -hmm. a guy carrying a purse or a woman that's not dressed as a woman Oh, oh, definitely, like, oh, definitely still judgmental. And then they make these kind of remarks, like, gay, I can't even say the other words because they're just too problematic for me to say. Oh, definitely, because Bermudians don't hold back when they're with the friends anyway. Yeah. Um, but we all know what words they be spewing mm-hmm. when they see your boy walk past with the, um, the fishnet. Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just know the, in the back of their head, there's a bunch of hate all in their mind about this guy wearing fishnet stockings. It's definitely self hate because, mm-hmm. bro, you know you're looking at his boobs. <laughs> you, you you mad because you looked at that as you was like, damn, and you mad because he made you think that. Mm-hmm. No, but. It, it it is said that people people take a a real aggressive approach to yeah and it could this guy wearing fishnet stockings doesn't even have to mean that oh, he's wearing he's, stockings now it was a gay. jersey it was a jersey at first oh I thought we were talking about stockings oh, fishnet no, I was stockings. thinking of um what's what's it's my it's not even fishnet but. The like the jerseys, the mash. Like, mash, mash. That's another one which mash. is I supposed to be guys wearing mash. It's supposed to be like a big trend coming up in the next year. Guys wearing mash, guys wearing crop tops. I remember that's supposed to um, become a trend. Remember J. Crew when we was in when we attended the Bermuda Fashion Festival. Mm-hmm. I, I remember J. Crew had a, a mash top. And I was like, there's no way Bermudians are ready to wear yeah. MASH in, well, I think it was like 2017, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a good look, but, man, the Bermudian crowd, no, man, they are very, very behind. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is also has a negative impact on us, the younger generation, because I feel like the older generation basically looks at us. And they judge us for the things we do, the way we dress, and they're basically just like, these these young people are not ready to like, basically lead a country. They're not ready to be in charge of themselves. They don't, they don't know anything. Therefore, they shouldn't be making decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like so. Like, we even saw, like, back home, and it was voting season again, and they were saying, like, you know, we're doing this for you guys. Like, we're doing this for your future. And it's just like, you're not doing these things for my future. You're doing these things for yourself. We just had gay marriage become legal in Bermuda, Mm -hmm. and then they took it away. Yeah. And that made big headlines, because it's like, what do you mean? Why would you take that away? 
after you gave it to them and then they were basically forced to give it back to us and it's like it's things like this that I hate because it even affects us in our daily lives like when we apply for jobs and stuff I feel like these older people don't take us seriously mm-hmm. they see what we're wearing what we how we dress they're not taking us seriously because in their mind they already have mm-hmm. the rules of how we should look and how we should act okay so now that we're talking about the older crowd mm-hmm. you know how big of a role religion plays in like the older Bermudian citizen yeah so how I feel like in general not even in just Bermuda like religion in general basically shapes how the older generation thinks mm-hmm. and it has an impact on us particularly I can't speak for any other religion other than Christianity because that was what I was growing up on that's what happens when when you don't have Twitter <laughs> you just <laughs> you rely on the Bible for all of your entertainment yeah and um i will say another thing that stuck out to me in amber's article was she has a friend whose name is jessica she's 25 she's my age and she wears whatever she wants Mm -hmm. whether it's men or women she doesn't mind shopping in the men's section if she finds something cool that she likes and From people like our age, our generation, she does like get compliments. Like you look really nice in that. You look really nice in that. But sometimes she is asked, is she gay or is she bisexual? And it's just like, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to gender norms. Why I feel like we have to break these gender norms because it's like, why are you asking her she's gay or bisexual particularly because of what she's wearing we need to eliminate like that tie that we have between sexuality and attire Mm -hmm. because that just leads to even if this wasn't even this was this is a problem since before like gender norms were even becoming a hot topic Mm -hmm. because like even when girls would be considered like dressed too too like revealing Mm -hmm. and and you would have and people would assume like that girl's fast or or they would label Mm -hmm. based on appearances um black people that guy's a gangster just just from wearing like a wife beater and jeans mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah labeling based on attire has been yeah, has been cancer since the beginning mm-hmm. and I'm, how did it work back in the day when like people were wearing just like cloths and shit oh, <laughs> oh by that's like, a good hey, question people were down to do like peasant <laughs> like, as soon as you you showed up with the cloth they were just like peasant yeah mm-hmm. you had to be wearing like the finest of fabrics probably like probably cashmere 
probably cashmere. <laughs> cashmere is where it's at. Soft, oh. comfortable. It's hot. Um, her friend also says fashion is a side of her where she can express her creativity. She said it's annoying when people try to put fashion in a box. She yeah. says if you're a painter, it's like you can only use green and yellow. But no, there's all these other colors to create something. And the reason that she goes to guys' sections and girls' sections is because she doesn't want someone to limit her paints. That's particularly how she explains. I like that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fashion is an art form. Definitely. And I feel like gender norms do limit people from full expression when it comes to attire. Mm-hmm. Um, when, if you're thinking of a, a, a hot fit, and like, say, say if I'm thinking of a hot fit, and like, I'm thinking, damn, uh, <laughs> yo, uh, what a tiara would look so sick <laughs> with, with this fit, mm-hmm. but, but I'm worried about what others would think of me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just like, it, it pulls you back. And it, it does. And it, I can only imagine how depressing, I, I, like, I've been definitely limited by, by genitals before. So I mm-hmm. know, I know it's depressing to like, let something sit in a store because you were too afraid to to you were too afraid of others opinion mm-hmm. like i like like that's too that's too deep of a v-neck people would tease me yeah the shorts are too tight people would tease me but even like her dye too mm-hmm. yeah yeah what like what colors are would be acceptable for a male yeah. Yeah. So, my question for you is, other than what we've talked about, like, how is gender-neutral clothing transforming gender norms? I definitely feel like it takes... celebrity power and kind of like that that idol that idol power to mm-hmm. to push actually it's definitely I feel like it's the gays that that birth these new ideas and and celebrities see these mm-hmm. piggyback off them and we as like the consumer market see like the trinkled down version and that's what we accept. Like, mm-hmm. like, say, a drag has mm-hmm. on a full fit, full over the top like dress with long dangling earrings, mm-hmm. and a football star sees that, mm-hmm. buys that, and the the crowd reaction is like, that's a bit feminine. But it, it still kind of, like, takes on. Yeah. And I feel like that's how kind of, like, a lot of these trends work. Like, the trickle down from the extreme and accept it through the filtered version. Mm-hmm. Which is through, like, 
the commonly accepted celebrity like um, Ronaldo, uh, rappers, mm-hmm. Little Wayne. You yeah. know what else I just remembered that I think we should mention? Um, the Garfumpers, Billy Porter. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the fairy godmother in the new Cinderella movie. Yeah. That's a kid's uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. So children are going to see Billy Porter as a fairy godmother. Um, I don't know exactly. We don't know, obviously, like what Billy Porter is going to look like. But it's children are going to see this. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's going to be a lot of parents that are probably going to be upset about this. But at the same time, this is like breaking gender norms. This is paving the way for children of the future yeah. to be like, hey, it's okay to wear this. It's okay to be this. Like, I am who I am, pretty much. Yeah, I think definitely I, um, him playing that role and going against what like the title of fairy godmother mm-hmm. is normally expected to be taken by a woman mm-hmm. and I think taking these titles and making them accessible for males also mm-hmm. helps with fashion as well because along with that title and that visual role comes mm-hmm. with like the fashion itself and you're gonna I, I'm pretty sure you're gonna see my boy in like a dress yeah uh, I, I can't don't don't make your boy wear a suit yeah I think the dress I like is perfect. I feel like I feel wear like the dress he, should he wear wears dress. dresses he should wear the yeah, dress yeah his taste definitely expressed himself as like mm-hmm. someone that loves like the femme line mm-hmm. of clothing you know so so I feel like you should definitely like let that actor embrace like what they love. Yeah. And the last question is is being labeled as a Pacific gender too limiting? Like is it too restricting to say, Oh, you're either a male or a female? I think biologically you know it's it's facts but at the same time if you feel like you identify with a different gender i think at that point when you're ready to make that decision then that's up to you you know mm-hmm. if you feel uncomfortable with people saying yeah you are male or or not not really like if you feel uncomfortable with being addressed as a male, even the, um, because you identify as a female, mm-hmm. then then that's at that point. Then yeah, you're gonna have to make some changes. Yeah. And and I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to to want to break that mm-hmm. because I feel like it is unfair to to be trapped in the body of some of a sex that you you feel like that you can't identify with yeah like i i I don't like the idea of someone feeling like they have to tiptoe around who they are yeah i agree because that that there's nothing worse than 
not being yourself, like having a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've been doing like a lot of research on this particular topic mm-hmm. because you know I have to write an essay on it. Um, based off of the article that I've used as my source, um, for my research essay, I feel like I pretty much agree with Amber one hundred percent with what she was talking about. When it comes to creativity and freedom and fashion and, you know, us being allowed to wear whatever we want, like, without having all these restrictions, mm-hmm. us being groomed into who we are from childhood, I pretty much agree with her 100%. I also feel like this kind of research is basically just made me like a little more sensitive toward others like I really have to be careful and think first and watch what I say yeah because you don't want to offend anybody yeah which is fair yeah and I just feel like I would never want like my child to feel like they have to be restricted or limited to wear either just boy clothes or girl clothes just because society is saying, hey, you're a girl, wear this, or hey, you're a boy, wear this. Um, and I also feel like after doing this research and recording this podcast, I definitely want to look more into like transgender people. Yeah. Because they really have like paved the way for us to feel more comfortable and just wearing whatever we want, regardless of what people think of us. And like, like trans history. Yeah. And like I've heard like there's been so much killings of like trans people just for like unnecessary hate. And I feel like it's something where as if you research it, you learn more about it, you understand more about it, and you're able to tell others more about it. And, like, if people, like, in general just continue to do this, like, all this unnecessary hate for trans people will die down eventually, but it, like, takes multiple people to come out and defend these people mm-hmm. learn about these people so that's what I want to do next research would you do you have anything else to add to the podcast before we end this first episode of cashmere and cocktails i would like to personally thank our landlord for this wine it was, <laughs> it was banging uh what is it called riviera uh we we left the bottle yeah we left bottle. the bottle outside but it is banging um, it is a good wine <laughs> it's it good it's like got these baritones and it really added to the mood for this podcast definitely um, but it was a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Gender norms. Um, do you have, you know, 
what the next podcast topic would be? I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe after I do my research, the next podcast could be about trans people. Ooh, like trans history. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely be down to learn a little more about trans history. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Stop I have the a, hate and a learn firm to grasp on like what it means to be transparent. Yeah, you know, I don't know much either, so like I can't episode. say too much. But thank you everyone for listening to Cashmere and Cocktails. Thank you. Tune in next week for our next episode. Bye. I don't even know if that's going to be next week. <laughs> <laughs>